0: XRY Portland and KQAC HD3 Portland at 107.1 and 91.1 FM streaming online ev- everywhere at xray.fm mm-hmm welcome to casual sex I'm Carrie Cohen I'm Leslie Harper sex is an essential and enlightening part of our lives the goal of our show is to explore ideas the ways we limit ourselves and the ways in which we can expand our understanding of sex love and relationships You can join our discussion tonight by texting us at 971-220-5979 or call us at uh, 503-233-9729. So tonight, tonight is a sort of exciting night at Mm -hmm. Casual Sex Mm -hmm. because we have a guest. We don't often have guests. Yeah. So
1: this is my friend and colleague Maurice Evans. Hello, Maurice.
2: Hi everyone, I'm um, glad to be here tonight. Yeah. And, oh God, casual s- sex, I yeah, think I'm an sex. expert at have that. Have you? Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's funny because, Maurice, one thing you might not know is that um, on our website, we have the name of our show, Casual Sex, which really indicates that we talk about sex casually, but it's a catchy name, obviously, right? right. But people see Casual Sex and then they'll write to us and they'll say, hi. Hi, over Look, and over again. They're yeah.
0: like looking for an Asian lady. Yeah, that, the line. one was like looking for an
1: Asian lady between nineteen and twenty-four, one hundred and eight pounds. Yeah, so, so that's anyway. our lives. Anyway, we talk about that frequently because it's so irritating. But so yeah, irritating. I mean, definitely, we talk about lots of casual sex, but we also talk about just sort of casually everything, uh, inclusive of yes. you know love, sex, and relationships. Yeah.
2: Well, I just think it's great that you're talking about sex. And I think we should do more of that in this country. Agreed. So I yeah, answer. I think that it would put it into a lot of um, Bonero diseases. Oh, that's an antiquated term. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, remember yeah. we call them STIs <laughs> now. STIs, now. STIs, yeah. It's so hard for Maurice and I. STIs.
1: Maurice and I are both in public health, and and so when we give these, you know, classes, so we both do the Smart Start, the men's health class, and. Um, risk education with intake people and we're always supposed to say STIs because they've determined <laughs> that sexually transmitted infections is more accurate than STDs but everyone knows STDs I mean that STDs. goes STDs and oh. also you're
0: just thinking like VD VD right, like yeah. VD everyone yeah. just wants it's VD
2: the face of VD the yeah. disease a yeah. disease is disease a bad is name yeah, yeah. 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 but infection. that's what it is in fact. Yeah. infection
0: yeah. Means infection means that it's, it's, it can, it's resolvable potentially but,
1: but diseases are often resolvable too yeah, yeah. so anyway
0: that's true too
2: I
1: just don't mm-hmm. like when people change things that I'm used to and saying. And
2: you will, if you get one, be at disease. Yeah. <laughs> you and yes, you, be. you will. <laughs> and <laughs> most
0: and most people do wind up with them. You yeah. know. Well, most like, people
1: who have had sex. <laughs>
0: yes. Let's face
1: it. Yes. Have either seen HPV or have one of the 120, you know, genotypes.
0: Can I tell my HPV story? please do so when i was i was 21 i think and i so oh and i should probably preface this by saying that Oops. there was there this was a whole this was all it was like a series of things all in a row one of them was at the fir- first of all so i finally got together with the guy i was super into it. i'm just going to say his name mm-hmm. because uh, who cares Mm-hmm. his name is Nick Luca and I and I was so into he him He said his whole name Who cares? Mm-hmm.
2: Who Nick cares? Nick cares. Nick
0: Nick, my, Nick yeah. does care Nick actually. Cares. He was very mad when I wrote my memoir and I wrote about him with a pseudonym but because I he's a musician and because I wrote that he uh That I wrote too much about him smoking pot, and he was like, "How dare you?" And I was like, "Uh, you're a musician. Pretty sure you're you're fine for president. Then (laughs) knock it off. Pretty sure you're fine. (laughs) Legal in all the states now. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, uh, so when I first got together with him. Uh, he gave me crabs. That was the first thing that happened. Mm-hmm. And I remember, and so we were like newly together and I remember we were at a party, it was in, during college and, and I was at a party, we were at a party together and I went to the bathroom and I was like, God, I'm so itchy. And I mm-hmm. peed and I was like, oh, I'm so itchy. And then I just saw some creature like mm-hmm. climb up out of my pubic hair and something. I was like, wow, quite I clearly I have something. So mm-hmm. took care of that. Okay. And then it was not that long after that that I um, uh i wound up uh with i wound up with the warts yeah from hpv mm-hmm. mm-hmm. on the uh, externally there were like three of them mm-hmm. and um, the
1: good news is those are not the strains that cause cancer that's
0: right and that's what and so i think i'm very thankful <laughs> for that yeah, yes <laughs> i was very thankful for that and um, we went to planned parenthood and i brought them with me and i remember afterward and so, you know, at the time, I don't know if they still did this, they, like, burned it off yeah. with acid. They do. It was very that painful. it sound really medieval. But, but that is what it was. It was very painful. No. And then, It's and actually then, not acid.
1: It's it's like a. It's a kind a of ice. acid. It's like dry ice. Kind That's
0: of different. What they did back then was something they called some kind of acid. I don't mm. remember exactly. Yeah. That.
2: They do use, yeah. They it was some kind of acid. acid. It's very painful. Um, okay.
0: Do you remember what kind of acid? I'm trying um, to. I don't know, but anyway, while you're thinking about that, I will just say. And then I met him back in the waiting room, and he was like, "Can you imagine uh, if you were on acid when they did that?" Yeah, that would have been better. Okay. And then well, better. And then as oh, as yeah. I was leaving, I met him in the waiting room, and he was like, "He was like, turns out I don't have anything. I'm fine." And I was like, "Oh really?" Because you can't test for that. I he's have to, wrong. Yeah, and I had to drive. I was the one driving, and I had to drive home, and I could barely sit in my car he in the even car drive. seat in my seat no I was driving in my car and and he was like I'm fine everything's great and I'm like meanwhile I can barely sit down driving the car exactly he
1: sounds like a dud
2: so that's why it matters to him because he's probably still telling people the same thing I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he there. probably is. He's he probably, probably is. telling people the And actually, yeah.
0: he was out, out of him just for giving
1: you, crabs. <laughs> yeah, there was some HPV wart thing going on. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Which yeah. actually, didn't drive I the gave car. him no. But then, actually, and then just mm-hmm. the final part of this story is is fast forward three years later, and we're living in uh, Tucson, Arizona, and I come up to Portland, uh, which is how I wound up moving here because I was visiting a friend, and I wound up cheating on him with this guy and you gave that guy words too no hmm. I no the words were gone the warts were long gone at that point Because well, of the, the HPV thing about not well the HPV well, but, the external that strain that
2: strain
0: was no it's gone forever I mean seriously it came back once know. and then never again the words might it go away might.
1: forever but the, the the virus doesn't go away
0: yeah. Right, but I but I just want to make clear to everybody who might want to date me, I'm fine. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, um, they're only contagious d- if you're having a flare oh, That's right. Up. Right, and it words. was it was a very particular. Right. It was a strain that showed up on you know the vulva and whatever. Yeah. Anyway, it was anyway that was gone. But anyway, I was and so I came up here to Portland and I was visiting my friend from college and this is ultimately how I wound up moving here and I was and I wound up cheating on on Nick mm-hmm. Luca mm-hmm. Yeah. with. Uh, <laughs> with uh with this guy and and i would
2: no i won't say (laughs) his name because
0: he actually lives here but i but i wanted cheating with him and i but i was like we cannot have sex whatever happens i'm in a relationship we cannot have sex so i just got into bed with him and we fooled around we'd like you know okay messed around anyway i went back i went back to tucson Mm -hmm. and i had a freaking scabies it's oh. scabies, and then and I gave the scabies Ugh, to Nick, Lord. and Nick the was like, "And my por- like you. I know, and my poor." Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm very You're honored. A real
1: protozoa, so, A yeah. lot of people,
0: a lot of things like me. A lot of things like me, Maurice. Anyway, and then and then I told and my poor Parasite. friend Bevan, my poor friend Bevin, who was my best friend from college, who I was visiting here, had to take the fall because. I said, "Well, I'm just going to tell him that it's I got it from your bed," and she's like, "Fine, wow. fine." So I had to, tell, so I told him that, and he knew that.
1: I'm Bevan. I'm disgusting. Be- yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. believed that until Loose girl, my memoir, and then came he out read it, and then he was angry when with the you. truth came out, yeah. and then he won't talk to me anymore because I, of Loose okay, girl because he found out how he got scabies. Full disclosure:
1: I have had scabies and crabs, but I also lived in like really depressing housing with a bunch of other homeless, not homeless, because we had a big apartment, but had been previously homeless adolescents, Mm. right? And we formed our own sort of families and lived in these apartments together, and just passed all the parasites around, apparently. But there's a story of me calling my mom, finding out I had crabs, 'Cause the same thing, the itchy and then seeing the thing and, and then when you and pulling one off and looking yeah. at it and then all the legs going
0: Exactly. Yeah. It's so gross. Oh my god. So, so, so I went
1: and called my mom from a payphone um in front of PSU and I was like at first, being trying to be discreet, and I was like, I need you to help me because I've got this thing, and blah, 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 you know. Mm. And then it ended up where she was like refusing. She was doing the tough love thing, you know, where she mm. was like, Well, I'm sorry, you've run away. You don't live here anymore. <laughs> I can't help you. <laughs> and I was standing at the payphone with like last night's makeup all over my face, like black eyeliner all down my mm. face, <laughs> screaming into the payphone. I have
0: crabs, mother! (laughs) (laughs) Do you understand? I feel like the moral of the story is that (laughs) STIs, like, they're not... They're not very supportive of like a dignified approach to life. No, mm-hmm. like it, you know what I mean. Like it's like we come up against this stuff and uh, it's not pretty. Right, it's not pretty. I have one more story that over oh the course. Oh my god, of is it, it going to be
1: fast? Because that one oh. took forever. Not right now. I'm not
0: going to tell you right tell now. Can I tell my crap story? Well, yes. That's what I was going to say. Is I'm not telling my st- my th- my other STI story yet. Mm-hmm. And first, we're going to let Maurice tell his. Crab story, okay. but before you do, wait, wait. Before you do, I just want to remind everybody the text number. Yes. Okay. Text number is nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine. We're hoping to hear from you about your STI stories. Yeah. All right, Maurice, go ahead. What's your crab story?
2: Okay, so I was like thirteen years old and. I don't know. I be, thirteen. Yeah, I was thirteen I was when I got when I got crabs. I, you got were crabs. Too? I think oh, that's when God. most people get crabs. Oh, like I think I mean that's not accurate. I, I don't know. I, I don't just know. Think, I think that
0: is not accurate.
2: Well, when <laughs> I was a teenager, it went around. <laughs> it went. It went around the school. I think that's when most people get crabs. Yeah, lice. <laughs> junior high lice school. Lice is different. Lice, lice and different. crabs. They're both protozo. They
0: are. But yeah, they're, but, but they're different in terms of how they're. Contracted. Well, what happened? I
2: think that my mom told me, and I don't know if this is true. She was like, "Boy, when you masturbate, get up, wash, and clean. That's, well, that's why good you advice. have. That's, that's, good that's good why, why you have crabs." And she, uh, <laughs> uh, that yeah, yeah, that's not why you have crabs. You don't get crabs from <laughs> masturbating. No, you don't
0: get crabs from masturbating. <laughs> Gosh, PSA, <laughs> PSA, PSA. You do not get crabs. I mean, from I would not say that to
1: your mother because she no. sounds like someone you don't want to toil with.
2: <laughs> no, but that's what she told me, and see, that's why we need to have these conversations, <laughs> yes. right? Because we. Yes get bad information right? right but long story short I infected all of my sisters I grew up with uh, four sisters. And I'm so
0: confused right now. Yeah, yeah
2: <laughs> I mean, well, it's just because crabs get in your sheets and in the laundry oh, okay. and in oh, the clothes. I see, okay, okay. I'm really glad you and clarified so, that.
0: Yeah. But you got crabs through some sort of sexual exchange y- when you were 13, yes?
2: Yeah, okay. probably. And, yeah. you know, me, when I was 13 I was you. actually when I started going to the restrooms in the Glory Home. So it's see. no telling where I got them. I, <laughs> <see>. <laughs> I tell you what, it's been a long yeah. life, Marie. <laughs> <laughs> it has been. It has been. I mean, it's a shame to say, but I mean, that was one of my first adventures. Is the glory hose at the sure. Greyhound bus station. Well, that young. Yeah.
0: That young, huh? Yeah. Oh, God. And you were
2: yeah. in Texas I, mean, I was thirteen right? when I ran away from home. Yeah, I was in Texas.
0: Yeah. People did things
1: younger, I feel like, then maybe. Yeah. Well back although before. now it turns out that giving can I say BJs? I can't say the other. Yeah, you can say BJs. Can you say the other thing though? The no, whole, no, just know, no, just BJs. No, just be safe. Be FCC, safe, FCC, BJs. You know, um, BJs. I hate that term, but um, uh, that is now kind of like the
0: new head, we can Call it head for grade school. It people. is. It is. Ooh. I worry about that with because our kids. there's
1: no, you know. Well, there is penetration, but not the kind that people right. think of. Right. And so it's, you know, people quite well, young you, are having that
2: experience. Yeah, and you won't get pregnant. <laughs> that's well, right. At least Well, there's that's, that. that's so much yeah. of
0: that. Yes, there's so much of the, yeah. like, what do we need to do to not get or pregnant. Or what is
1: actually losing your virginity and what isn't.
0: Right, right. Yeah. yeah. It's
2: well, dangerous. Well, if you put your mouth on a penis, you lost your virginity.
0: I hear you.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you lost your virginity. You. you you are no longer pure. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> pure. <laughs> oh. I was yeah. as pure as a driven snow, <laughs> <laughs> and then I did this. So, yeah. what was that term y'all said? Pure balls. Purity, purity, balls. purity balls. Purity balls. Pure yeah. balls. It's a yeah. great yeah. way to talk about yeah. it, though. Yeah. Pure
0: balls. But it's
1: already called purity balls. <laughs> purity yeah. Balls. purity yeah. balls. Yeah. Purity
0: yeah. balls. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we were talking. You know what? Let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we will uh, remind everybody uh, what if you balls don't are. know what purity balls <laughs> are. We'll remind <laughs> everybody because we were just talking about this earlier. Also, before we go to break. Let me just remind everybody of the text line, 971-220-5979. And we'll be right back with Casual Zacks. Bye-bye. What is that?
1: Support for X-Ray FM comes from Cardinal Club, a neighborhood bar and kitchen serving seasonal food and drink from 5 p.m. to midnight Monday through Thursday and 5 p.m. to 2 a.m. on Friday and Saturday. Located between Burnside and Cooch on Northeast 28th, Cardinal Club plays vinyl when they're not streaming X-Ray FM. More information available at (laughs) cardinalclubportland.com.
0: address that first uh, and and also I just want to re that we have a guest tonight so normally it's just Leslie and me and mm-hmm. for our casual sex which is a, a advice show around sex and relationships but tonight we have a guest Maurice who uh, we're gonna talk to him specifically about stuff that we feel like he can be um, uh, helpful around but we have a text I'm gonna read it first Definitely. The text says I'm bi male, 27 years old and in an open relationship. I'm struggling struggling with feelings of jealousy when he comes home bragging about the quality of sex he's just had with a stranger. He asked me how he can help me let go of my jealousy. What should I tell him? Hmm. Oh, you know, jealous, this jealousy, I am not I am not terribly useful around jealousy because I struggle so hard around that stuff. Maurice, do you have any thoughts around this? Have you been in open relationships before? Mm,
2: well, I'm just a cheater, so all my <laughs> relationships are Welcome open. to the club. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all, all my yeah. relationships have been open. Okay. God, that's what happened to my last relationship. It's because they were like, uh, we ran into each other at um, at um, God, the bookstore. Powell's. No, the Broadway? adult bookstore. Oh, fantasy. Oh, no. Um, All right, whatever. God, some, anyway, we ran into stores. each other anyway. at the bookstore, okay. right? And they a, were like, a "Oh, a you're cheating." Sex They're like, They're, <laughs> "You're cheating." I'm like, "Well, we're both there." Okay, and hold on a second. I, we've never wait, had that conversation, hold
1: right? Hold up, Maurice because now I'm now I'm understanding that there was like a, when you're like the bookstore, mm-hmm. so the, it's a sex place. Yes. Okay, so
2: I did not I don't know about this bookstore. I
0: don't either. Yeah. Um do tell. I <laughs> know. I don't know
2: why I'm, I'm drawing a <laughs> blank as much <laughs> as I've been in there. Uh, well it's okay. forget it's okay. You don't need to do But anyway better. the okay. thing is is like jealousy for me is it's your own personal petty stuff, I yeah, think. It is. Uh you know you if you if there's something that you want then you have to strive to get it. You can't look at someone else if he's having better sex then get some ideas from him what he's doing (laughs) up your game yeah (laughs) i mean it's just a waste of energy i think to be jealous it is although i I struggle with it
1: too and like so this is the first Mm -hmm. relationship i've ever had where for the most part i've been monogamous the, the time that I haven't been was not even really—it doesn't count as far as I'm concerned because it was a carry. We all talked about this, yes, <laughs> and there was a- literally nothing but just an act, straight up act involved. Um, Ruben didn't find out about that until I announced it on the radio.
0: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. A little Poor bit Ruben. of a little bit of a yeah. you know
1: backwards way of explaining that to him. Yeah. But I've been monogamous for six years, which is a really big deal because before that, never was I, mm-hmm. never was I once. Mm-hmm. And I will say that. Jealousy is still an issue for me even now, like imagining this thing or like if I'm feeling insecure about what's happening with us or if I feel like I've not been my best self or something's going on with me. And then I see that Ruben might be engaging with someone who might be more interesting or more whatever. I have jealousy about that. So I think you're right. It's not just about sex. It's about this idea that maybe there's something That I think it's this this thing of this manifestation of not feeling good about myself when I feel jealous.
0: Exactly. There, I just had a recent experience with uh, my lover. My lover. My lover. Well, he's not only know, my friend; he's also my to, lover. I don't know else to call him. <laughs> but the but my point is is that is again, that,
1: lover is a word that should only put be put between meat it's gross. and pizza.
2: No, so it's gross. that means he's not a husband. He's nope. not a boyfriend. Nope. He's not a significant nope. other. He's just there for service, right?
0: The, well, no. I mean, <laughs> I mean it's, it's deeper than that. But yes, but it, But anyway, I don't know what else to call him. But anyway, okay. but anyway, we had just had sex, and then and then he chose, thought that was a great time. Tell me about how uh, uh, this other woman was calling him a silver fox again and again, and I was like, "Do I really want to hear this right now?" Yeah. And me, the best part of this is we just had sex in a parking garage, mm-hmm. and so and so we're 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 checking yeah sex. we're check we're checking out of the parking garage, and I'm the one, and it's like comes up it's a dollar eighty, and I'm thinking. <laughs> And I'm like, all right. And at the same time at the same time that this number Ooh. comes up a dollar. You're gonna 80, get the bill,
1: right, honey? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and he go, and he said and he said and then he said and then I just thought I just thought, well, I'm just gonna say it to her. And I he and he said and he called her and he called her a good girl, which is our thing. Ooh, and I was like, uh okay, yeah, I know. Well and then and then I said I said, God damn it. So basically Ooh. right now I'm paying a dollar eighty for your orgasm and just to hear that you called called some other girl a, loose, a good girl, I was just like, I just feel like this is like a perfect same perfect explanation of our relationship. I'm paying a dollar eighty for your <laughs> orgasm just to hear about how you called another girl good girl, and I was like, all right, I paid and, a dollar eighty for your orgasm, and she called him a silver
2: fox, right? Yeah, yeah, and my
0: my point is is none of it mattered. He didn't care. He just he just did that to, because he's a jerk, whatever, and like and then none of it mattered. But the thing is is all my jealousy, stupid garbage like rose up mm-hmm. and it's so stupid and I just wish I would be done with it it
1: is stupid but I mean most people have it
0: frankly
2: like I, I know like there's people... I think it's a, like it's do you not get jealous Maurice? yeah I do but f- th- when I get jealous I think it's it, it actually is a a sign pointing to my insecurities like, it is always you know what i'm saying but those are always gonna be there and well they don't have to if we well. work on them i mean like if there's something about you that you don't like you can always change it absolutely
1: of course But you I, know i mean it, it takes a little work thing. but
2: you can change it <laughs> mm-hmm. and so when i find myself being jealous about it then i look at me will totally. you you work with me leslie you mm-hmm. know My thing is, is that, you know, the only control you have is self-control. You can't control anybody else. So when things are not working for me, I look to me, Mm -hmm. you know, because I can change me, but I can't change anybody else. That is Um, an enlightened path.
1: Yeah. But I, and I, but I also, I guess what I want to say is is I agree. I agree with that. Jealousy is not enlightened. Jealousy is base and it is basic right yeah. and so but I do want to say I agree with Maurice I totally do and I definitely try to look at all that stuff too however I know that it's not always possible because we're just these human animals mm-hmm. right we're just mm-hmm. this, this mess just all these, people. Yeah. Yeah. and so I do think that it's possible that regardless of the kind of work we do on ourselves unless we are these incredibly lightened beings we're probably going to experience some form of jealousy
0: yeah
1: and you're right look at where that's coming
2: from as, as and it's happening talk about it let I me mean, you know i mean if you are feeling jealousy you should share that with your partner mm-hmm. and let them know that when they say that to you yeah, it me. brings these mm-hmm. feelings just up don't tell right
0: me. Yeah. yeah you know no reason to tell me well, it's I mean, yeah, or a even
2: me. a better question is, why did you tell me that? Right, exactly. You know, that's a right? even better question. Yeah. You know, it's I mean, do you want to keep your feet on my neck? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well, <Yeah>.
0: that's <laughs> what we're talking about. That's exactly what but, we're talking yeah. about. That is Cause not. That's,
1: that's also could be con- see- seen as kind of controlling. Mm-hmm. And it like, is. Like mm-hmm. if you if you know. Like you have to know to some degree that that's gonna hurt someone's feelings. Yeah. Even if you have an open relationship, I know people who are in open things where they're like, "We're in open things.
2: That's great. Let's not talk about it."
0: Yeah, let's not talk about it because it's exactly. kind of it's kind of painful.
2: So you have a new rule: uh, texter yeah. the person who yes. texts in. You no have a new telling. rule: no right. telling if right. it's good, right? That's
1: right. So uh, don't, asked, no bragging that's right he asked yeah. you how you can help you <laughs> no how he can help you deal with your jealousy ask him not to tell you about what this great yeah. sex he just had right before he walked in the door there's
0: no reason to especially because it, it usually has no bearing most of the time I would say 97% of the time uh, it's a random statistic I just came up with Right. it's not actually it. based in science mm-hmm. but but it has no bearing on your relationship with the person that is that you were talking unless about
1: unless the bearing is to make you feel insecure that's yeah, and the then the deal.
2: real kicker is that it's even possible that it's not true. Yeah. Wow. You know, that's the real kicker. Ooh. You know? <laughs> Twist. Oh, wow, Maurice.
0: <laughs> we have another text, you guys. Mm. I'm okay. going to read it really quickly. Um, uh, we, I'm trying to think if we should. No, let's, let's do it, and then we'll take a break after we discuss it. Okay. Okay, the text is, Hi, Casual Sex. I just came out as a gay man, and I'm hungry to experience a deep long-term relationship, but all I can get are uh-huh. one-night stands. Yep. What should I do? That's why we're here. We, hear. we hear this all the time.
1: This is why Maurice is here. Let me yeah. preface this, actually. Sorry, Maurice. I know. He- <laughs> this is why I brought my dear friend and colleague Maurice onto the show That's because right. we this get is lots not of these. the first time we have heard this. Do we need to take mm-hmm. a nine thirty break? Because well, Maurice, this wait. is going to be a huge addressed issue here. We could, Should we? So let me just say this: Maurice is here because Maurice has firsthand knowledge and experience of this dilemma. Right? We've had people write in and say, "I'm looking for a long term relationship," and I go on Grinder every weekend, and I still yeah. can't find one. And yeah. we're like, and remember, we said to that guy, "Well." You're using a site specifically designed for hookups. And so you've actually – are you putting a barrier up for yourself? Like what's happening there? There must be other alternatives. So we've asked Maurice here to talk about that, talk about the dilemma. And there are a number of pieces that we're going to discuss. So –
0: So, yeah, maybe we should. Let's take a break. And when we come back from the break, Maurice is going to go to town on this text. Well, yeah,
2: and just know that I'm no expert here, but I do have a lot of experience. Although he is a tall, cool drink of water. It's true. I have a a lot of experience. And let's talk about this because I'm sure... Uh, The person who texts is you're not the only one. That's right. Mm -hmm. I'm experiencing that, and I'm sure a lot of other people in Radio Land is experiencing the same thing.
0: Exactly. Awesome. All right, so we'll take a quick break, and we'll be back uh, with Casual Sex in a moment.
2: Support for X-Ray FM comes from Taboo Video. With the latest adult video releases, toys, lingerie, and more in an inviting atmosphere,
3: Taboo has been a source for adult entertainment to the Pacific Northwest for over 25
2: years. More information at taboovideo.com or at their locations in Portland and Vancouver.
0: back with Casual Sex and we promised that we would respond to this text so I will I will repeat it. Hi Casual Sex, I just came out as a gay man and I'm hungry to experience a deep long term relationship but all I can get are one night stands. What should I do? Mm-hmm. What do you say
2: Maurice? Okay, what I say is uh, stay away from Grindr mm. uh, <laughs> because that's only a spot for hookups. It's mm-hmm. not a place where you're going to find a um, Along someone interested in a long term relationship, all they're interested in is your body parts, um, Mm -hmm. and they're probably a top or a bottom, um, Mm -hmm. ain't clean, um, Uh, we'll (laughs) talk about that next, but anyway, what I would suggest is that you stay away from those places, um, and Try the date other dating sites. Um, the one that what
0: are the other dating sites? I feel like there's, that's something that, that not everybody knows There's one called
2: ManLove, um, okay. and then
1: there's a bunch. And in fact, there's a bunch. I don't know if you just heard me say this to Maurice, but we had looked at some earlier, and and rather than try to like remember all the links, I will we can put those on the website, Mm -hmm. but if you just Google, I mean, that's all you did earlier, Mm -hmm. is like gay male dating sites, Mm -hmm. right? Like, you can even write Portland, Oregon, and a whole bunch of things will come up for different reasons. Mm -hmm. You know, um, some are for, you know, finding your true love, some are for finding, you know, dating partners, some are for finding
2: hookups, so. But you sound like a young person that you're just mm -hmm. coming out, so you haven't actually, been ruined yet? Uh, like, <laughs> I, um, so true, so true. You know, I, I'm I'm 62 years old. I'll go ahead. You and would say never that never believe it because um, you
0: should see him, you guys. He's and so ridiculous, so gorgeous. gorgeous.
2: I've been another. promiscuous, um, just because. I mean, being gay when I was young was a, a subculture, right? It was not acceptable, and actually it was a condition that was listed in the dsm-5 that's mm-hmm. right right and so well, five, but. at me yeah, three whatever yeah. it was three the, mm-hmm. in the book mm-hmm. it's in the in mm-hmm. the, in the, the bo- crazy book. book of issues with your yeah. brain and so mm-hmm. at 13 and 14 i was actually seeing a therapist because i was not um heterosexual mm-hmm. uh, and so that meant i had a mental health problem mm-hmm. um so yeah and so i was very promiscuous you had to meet people like in bathrooms like i kind of alluded to earlier or i think you just directly said it yeah um (laughs) and so i mean everything was on the down low and then you just like it was all secretive and so Mm -hmm. you couldn't be intimate um If you went to bars, um, it was not like you could meet somebody. But when you went the next week, they may be with someone else. Um, right. So, uh, what the about thing bars? Is, what about bars? Sorry, I just interrupted oh, you. Oh god, uh, bars. Does that not work at all? Not for me. Um, there's a bunch of young people in there, right? I mean, that's what I mean, think there's too. not going to be any eligible elderly hmm. black men or hmm. you know who, who are looking to settle or have settled and looking Mm -hmm. for a partner. But like I said, you're young, man, hold your standards, right? Mm -hmm. You know, just date, put yourself out there. Um, The thing is, is Portland is a very gay friendly place. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can be yourself anywhere. And I say, if you're attracted to, to someone, if it's a coworker or somebody maybe that you cross paths with in meetings, let them know, invite them out for coffee. Um, mm-hmm. But going to grinder, going to the bars is not gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Um, because people just want sex and to be seen and to be known and read each other. I don't get that, you know. Um, You know, I sit around the bar and drink and talk about all the people, other people in the bar. It's what I experience when I go to the bar. Right. The best. you know,
0: it's, <laughs> 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 it's <laughs> making fun of them. Yeah, making fun of everybody that.
2: else. And that. oh, they, <laughs> you know, they're not cool. You know, my crew is wonder, cooler than you. <laughs> <cry. laughs> yeah, yeah, and then I cry. Yeah, yeah. And then I go to the bathroom and go fuck
0: <laughs> <laughs> up. How come you can nobody do this? likes me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: But um, yeah, it, it is a dilemma, God. I mean, because and I think it's really connected to that, um that being underground you know that mm-hmm. promiscuity you know because okay. we do go to the the fantasies and um, God I guess I just don't want to let y'all know where I go to the bookstore because that name fair is enough. not coming to me fair, fair, enough. <laughs> enough. fair <laughs> okay. it is not coming to me so
1: it's okay you don't have to say it. We, we can in fact if it does come to you you just blurt it out it'll be hilarious mm-hmm. but yeah. and t- if if you don't ever know we at least know the type of scenario you're discussing
2: yeah right? and i mean but when we go to those places for connection i mean we've done that for so long that i think that we've become insensitive to being intimate yeah you know
1: yeah like what does intimacy even mean anymore mm-hmm.
2: right oh or, or do we even trust the person when they do you know, become intimate, you're weak. Um, Mm, mm -hmm. I mean, it's just so many perceptions um, about when you want to be in an intimate relationship. Oh, they want my money. They Mm -hmm. have to have as, as, you know, as much as I do. I mean, then there's all these rules, these checklists that people have, you know, you know. Does he have good credit? You know what I'm saying. <laughs> is he oh. HIV positive is he gonna make or whole not? Family in with me. Yeah, you know, um,
1: HIV positive. This is what I was going to ask you. This is an Wait, important. Wait, before we
0: oh, oh, and what? this is good because we're going into it into that and I and that feels important. But I oh, just okay. want to remind everybody of the of oh, the, the text, text line. line really quickly. It's uh, 971-220-5979 if you want to join in in the conversation. Please, it's
2: going to enrich the conversation. Yes,
1: absolutely. So this is what I wanted to ask you, Maurice. um, So when I worked at the Cascade AIDS Project years and years ago in the 80s, um, I remember having many conversations with men about this. And then, like, decades later, having similar conversations okay so back in the day when we were watching people drop dead because we didn't have the medication we didn't have the research we didn't have the resources that we do now we know that hiv really is essentially not unlike if you if you know your status and you take your medication it's not unlike managing diabetes or any other chronic chronic condition condition, Um, but a lot of people still see the stigma or or still see it as this death sentence you're diagnosed with hiv you know then you drop dead right? that felt like, I mean, certainly it felt like that, and we've all been really traumatized, right? Mm-hmm. So there's just not, there's been a real disconnect around education. So what I guess what I want to know from you is, do you think that um, the miseducation or the undereducation, the way that people are so underserved around this this sort of um, current situation around HIV, does this create a problem for men, uh, gay men dating?
2: Well, yeah, the young ones that don't have the information, um... Uh, Portland have a really great, um, gay community that actually uses, like, things like PrEP, and mm-hmm. if you don't know what PrEP is, it's, um, uh, um, pre prophylaxis um, it prevents you from getting, um, HIV, it's a pill that you can take. Mm-hmm. And so it would prevent you from getting HIV. So people go to Pivot and they test regularly. They, mm-hmm. I mean, when you go to testing days, there's lines around the corner at Pivot. Right. You know, mm-hmm. people getting tested. People are using PrEP with their in seroconvertive relationship.
1: So um, these are people who are, who are HIV
2: negative. Well, Mm -hmm. if they have a partner that's HIV HIV negative and they're positive, then they go on PrEP. Or if you are just having casual sex, you may want to use PrEP Mm -hmm. because you don't know what the other person has, right? right? And especially if you are not friends with condoms or... You know, condoms aren't your friend. Mm-hmm. However, that goes. I'm not condoms, with condoms are so yeah. rude. I hate
1: condoms. So, but what about this? Like, what about this? Like, you know, a lot of people I don't think understand that so many diagnosed folks with HIV are undetectable. Mm-hmm. And when one is undetectable, which means you can't find it in a blood test, right? Or maybe um, even suppressed—not even undetectable, but so suppressed that there's such a small amount of the virus present that it would be virtually impossible to transmit the infection, right? And we have such a large percentage of people who are now undetectable based on the highly active antiretroviral therapies that we use and the HIV cocktail, as it were. And so I think there might there there it seems to me like when talking to people, especially in the prison system, Mm -hmm. right? That there is this huge misconception. And people don't understand that a lot of HIV-positive people are undetectable.
2: Yeah, and it's more more so the heterosexuals, and and, and not just, I mean, it's not the gay community. Uh, I believe that the gay community is really on top of that, especially here in Portland. So you don't think that's an issue for Um, dating? It's it's. It's an issue because one people just scream people out if you're h i v positive I'm not gonna date you you so know then then it is a problem so they gay put gay yeah, they put things like I'm clean or you know mm. uh, on their sites or you know not no disease and that kind of stuff right um and that's very stigmatic, is, right, yeah. especially for someone who is living with h i v um and it puts you in a different category, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but that is a problem. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is th- also people abuse uh, PrEP. And, and that's pre-exposure prophylaxis is what PrEP mm-hmm. means. Um, and because I don't want to use condoms, um, so I use PrEP. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I could just have, you know, sex and not worry about yeah. getting HIV. Right. But, and there's a whole sub sub yeah,
1: thing too of just like I, I take up, but not regularly.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's like okay. it's that, and that I wasn't what it was designed for. It was designed so that you know people who are positive would not infect their partners, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so this was a new tool in the toolbox that will help us get to an end to HIV. But I think until we get rid of those stigma the stigma uh, around how we view people who are HIV positive, mm-hmm. how we um, choose. Like it, you ask people, are you HIV positive? People are terrified of being diagnosed HIV positive and nobody's dying from HIV or AIDS um, because like you said, hard works. It I does. mean, I remember I took it, it as a trial when I was in prison. Back in what 89, 90? Mm-hmm. Um, but and? and and it was like three months later, I and I had full blown AIDS, and mm-hmm. three months later, I was non detectable. I had previously had sores all over my body, mm-hmm. all that cleared up in like three months. Wow. And this so medication is The medication widely, works.
1: This is, you guys, under, I want you to understand something because I'm blown away by how underserved we are around this information. Um, because, you know, it, this is an equal opportunity infection, incidentally. It's not just a bunch of gay men running around with HIV.
3: Mm-hmm. No. Lots
1: of women, straight women, right. lots of straight men. You know, like, it, it, it is an equal opportunity virus. However, people don't understand that it is not what it was in the 80s and early 90s. It is completely different because this heart medication that we're talking about, this, this HIV cocktail, is widely available in generic form and like for free and many, you know, wow. all over the place. It, uh, and we see people now living long lives because it would take thousands and thousands of years for HIV to hijack their T-cells to the extent that it used to do the Well, the, the, the real
2: medication. sad part though, Leslie, is, is that the person that is meant for you, that person that is your love of your life may be a person with HIV? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and that shouldn't stop you from loving the person that you love. No, just like I mean, shouldn't if
1: they have if they have uh, uh, diabetes,
2: right? Or if,
1: it's manageable.
2: Yeah, or if they have like hypertension. Right. You know, people are probably are uh, dying more from heart attacks and well, diabetes and hepatitis definitely. C, sure. all these other illnesses and not HIV. Yes, HIV entered... God, it was disastrous, Mm -hmm. the entry. um, Mm -hmm. And people were dying Mm -hmm. daily. Mm -hmm. Um, I survived that. And I had this virus for, what, 34 years? Always lose count. So I'll tell you, I was diagnosed in 1983. So you do the math. Yeah, it's been a lot. It was like right when everything was happening. And so... I've experienced all kinds of stigma, uh, especially being in prison. Mm-hmm. That's why I work in prison now is because I don't want anyone else to experience the the hurt and the oh. mistreatment that I mm. uh, experienced in prison. My so I educate mm. folks in prison mm-hmm. and I do the work in prison. And I do work in the community. And that's why I was like, yeah, let's have this conversation. You know, because the thing is, is we're more than our body parts. And I think that we have become so superficial with you got to have the six pack. You you have to look fabulous and flawless um, before anyone pays attention to you, in women the gay, don't know anything about that in the no. gay community, <laughs> and that's like really like it's shameful it that is. we have went to that. I mean, mm. yeah, I mean, if okay, so if I like a bear, then then I can get a big hairy guy, right? But if he's not a bear, if he's just a big guy, just a guy. then he's not cool, you uh, know, right. Um, it, it's Fetishizing just a, everything. The way too. we, I think just the, as a culture, gay culture, the way we read and see each other and categorize everything mm-hmm. um, really is hard to have meaningful relationships. Ah, uh, see. Because people... Uh, are hurt and crushed when yeah. you say things right and they don't feel confident and they don't approach people that they may be attracted to because they're afraid that they're going to get shot down because they're not and women whatever know about, women know about quote this.
1: is this is why women and gay men get along so well i yeah, think that's yeah, yeah. We are. When, when they do
2: yeah,
1: most we of the time they do. Um, but uh, so I want to say because I want to. Yeah, so we have a couple texts. Text. Wa- okay, we have a couple texts, and I and I want to say one thing really fast to make it very very clear that mm-hmm. Maurice and I have discussed and that uh, Maurice has taught me a lot about mm-hmm. um, over the last couple of years in doing this public health work, work with him. I want to make it really clear to everyone listening. Um, you. Equals y- you. What? What? You, you equals you. You equals you. Okay, that mm-hmm. wasn't what I was going to say, but that's a mm-hmm. pretty good one. Um, <laughs> that that you're not that there is a way to have a sexual and intimate um, relationship with someone with HIV and be perfectly safe. Mm -hmm. It's not what it used to be. We have incredible medication where people are undetectable, very unlikely if someone's undetectable. In fact, I would say impossible. Some people would argue with me about that. But I think if you don't have enough HIV that it even shows up a blood test, how are you going to get every little bit of what you got hiding out to someone else? You're not.
2: You're not. Yeah, so the U equals U (laughs) is... um, Undetectable means untransmittable. Huge, right? Yeah. So if a person is on treatment, then they cannot infect someone else. That's right. The added bonus is the PrEP, right? Right. So if you are worried that maybe they're not taking their meds the way they're supposed to and they're not virally suppressed or undetectable... And you want to be undetectable, not just virally suppressed. Right. Um, I have to say that. That's true. So if if you feel like they're not undetectable, then you have that tool that you can take this pill. And you can still be with that person. We um, that are living with HIV are not less than. um, Mm -mm. You know, and we are not. uh, We shouldn't be shunned. and especially by our own, you know, and I really feel some kind of way, especially when I know that I paved the way that many of you tread right now. Um, when, when I was young, we couldn't go to the bars. We couldn't walk down the street holding hands. Um, if we went to the bars, they raided our bars. Mm-hmm. Um, or either they threw Motel cocktails in there. You know, this is, I mean, this is the fight, you know, that we had to do. Um, so if you
1: don't open yourself up and understand the truth about, like, you have this whole, there are a lot of gay men out there who are negative or, or clean, as it were, mm-hmm. right, and these descriptions on the dating sites where you're saying, I am closed off to this whole group of my people right? For because of a fear that the people who have tried to oppress you and your people— for uh, all the way back, because of a fear that they've instilled in a false narrative,
2: and you may be alone the rest of your life because your partner is already yep. HIV positive. Because you've closed mm.
1: off a lot, a large population of people. I
2: have a l- tons of friends who are in uh, several, um, converted relationships, meaning one is positive mm-hmm. and one is negative, and they have beautiful relationships. Of course, yeah. and their partners haven't trans, you know, they haven't con- contracted HIV. It's the meds work. Mm-hmm. Let's stop living in the in the dinosaur ages. Right. Um, this is the twenty first. That's right. Hello, get yeah. with the program,
1: dummies. <laughs> so listen, <laughs> we're actually we skipped our last bit because that was yeah. so important. Yeah, oh, it was really important. Good. I love Mari so uh, much, by the way, everybody. Yeah.
2: But we're talkers. We can.
0: No, we just Probably have a couple more texts. I mean, we have
1: we have seven minutes left We've of the seven show. Seven minutes.
0: So let's let's uh, let's, let's see what these texts at, are. Yeah, let's look yeah. at a text. Um, hey, my girlfriend gets drunk and becomes super mean and emotionally hurtful toward me, then acts like it's not a big deal because she was drunk. She's never like this sober. Is she like secretly evil? FYI, I am female slash gay. Um, oh man, I don't know. I can I can relate to the ways in which you kind of. Uh, change a bit when you're. Oh
2: drunk. yeah! If and I drink her alcohol, look out. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you um, don't have to give her, you her your power over to her. No, and you definitely need to have a conversation with her about that when yeah, she's that's not gotta drunk. Stuff. Yeah, when she's not drunk, and don't approach it saying how wrong she is or mm-hmm. how hurtful she is, but just tell her how you feel. Yes. You know when when she says those things to you, uh, I wouldn't even mention her being drunk. I would right. just mention you know when you say these things that hurt. Right. And then if she says, Well, that that's because I'm drunk. Because I'm drunk, then maybe you should stop drinking hmm. so you yeah. can stop hurting me. Or maybe I can't you know, be with somebody um, who hurts me regardless of right. the circumstances. I mean, because her being drunk is her problem and it's not yours and it doesn't give her a right to hurt and abuse you. Um, So just use your communication skills. Um,
0: It's not
1: okay, I think is the bottom
2: line. Yeah, exactly. And, And I'm not saying, you know, divorce your friend. Friends are far and few in between. But the best friend you can be is to help her overcome that. Yeah. And I, if she's drinking and saying hurtful things, it says a lot about her. It's her partner too. It's her, yeah. her love interest. Yeah, it, it says a lot about her that there's some hurt there that yeah. she's using to mm-hmm. transfer. And, and then support. when self medicating, yeah. you know,
1: all the all the all the hurt and bad stuff is coming out in the secondary uh, emotional response, which is anger, because anger is the easiest place to get to, right?
2: Yeah, so it's it's definitely not about you. It's about her. So I would say pass the ball back to her and just love on her until she can change. Uh, and if and she changes, doesn't, don't let her hurt you over and over Yeah, days. and change isn't easy. She may start out and revert back, but just support her. Yeah. So address the issue. Tell her it's not okay and tell her... How you feel about it. Um, That's the best friend you can be. But there's not this endless,
1: you know, you just take it and take it and take it and be. Like, at some point, if this person's not trying to change and there isn't any, like, reception or, like, okay, now I hear you and you don't see anything happening where you just continue to be abused, then you need to step out.
2: They say I'm a runner, but when you hurt me, I leave. Hmm. I will not sit around to be hurt, Right. Right. I don't have to do that. My feet is my because it's a tall, cool drink of water. (laughs) My feet is my greatest defense, right? (laughs) Um, If you are being hurtful, mean, ugly, I don't have to stay there for that. I can move around, way and or move around and be in a safe Mm -hmm. place. That's good. By the way, Um, when he says
1: ugly, it's a southern thing for um, mean. Yeah, A lot of people in the Pacific Northwest don't understand the term ugly. That's I'm true. from the South, and so I do.
2: God, they just create new languages in the Pacific <laughs> Northwest. Well, in the yeah, South, they, they do too, my friend. They're always And My grandmother was oh. just like, don't be ugly. They do, that doesn't sound very good. Maybe we should say this.
1: <laughs> Maurice just goes, in the Pacific hey. Northwest, they're always wordsmithing. Yeah, uh-huh. they are. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Oh, look, we're almost out of time, but I want to say this. DJ Ed is in the house. That's DJ Ed, yeah, Ed over there, Maurice. Hi, oh DJ Ed. I saw yeah. DJ Ed at Bar the Carlo on really? Sunday. We have yeah. another text,
2: do Daughter. And the baby, yeah, and the cute baby. Yeah. Don't we have another text that we need to do?
0: Boris anyway? <laughs> is so concerned about. The I know. No. Yes. I mean, I because know. they took the time. And you've been no, so you good. You've been yeah. so. you've no, been, you been such a. We don't always. A, we can't always address, address all the text. Giver, but we, I think but we do have
1: time for this one last one. Okay,
0: I'll I'll read it. We'll see if we have time. Uh, text. I think you've said before on the show that women sometimes look for partners who remind them of their, of their fathers. Well, I mean, they're caregivers. Right. Does this count for women who had no father? If so, what would that look like? Yeah, caregivers. Yeah. It's caregivers. caregivers. We're talking about the people who the people who were supposed to love you. The people who, who
1: with whom you had the formative experience of yeah, being cared for, whether that was positive father. or negative, your frontal lobe doesn't care.
0: Yeah, it's the people who who were supposed to love you and who, you know, who you built all your sense of what love was supposed to look like. That's right. what all that matters. Doesn't right. matter if you didn't
2: have a father. That's right. It could be your fifth grade teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> That's I great. mean, specific if he Laurie's. showed you, if he showed <laughs> yeah, you so <laughs> <specific>. much um, No, <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, <laughs> if he's someone no, he's that was supportive, Mr. Thompson. <laughs> I mean, I just want to make sure you understand what I mean. I'm Damn you, Mr. Thompson. I'm one of the people that when they use <gasps> all this language, that no, if it's someone that you. That care for you, that showed you primary,
0: love. Primary, the people, yeah. the primary, yeah, primary. caretakers, yeah. formative the people, caretakers. the people who, who your formative stuff around love yeah. and intimacy got developed. And then you're like, this yeah. is
1: what it feels like. This is what it looks like to be here yes. for.
0: Yeah, exactly. Some
2: people got the from their health class, their gym teachers. Uh, Because their parents didn't teach them that. And more and more, I mean, that's why I love that you guys are doing this show. More and more people are not talking to their children about sex. And the children yeah. are coming home from school. They're talking to their parents about being transgender mm-hmm. or being in school with someone that's transgender. Mm-hmm. And their parents are like, "What's that? And what are they mm-hmm. teaching my kids?" And blah blah blah. Right. I mean, all of this stuff. I mean, yeah. because we're not really having these conversations mm-hmm. in the home. Agreed. And so sometimes it is someone outside the yeah. home that right. is the primary person.
0: That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. That's right. So, all right. Well, we're basically out of time. Yeah, we, we got 30 You seconds. guys had such good things that to say. Awesome. I mostly Thank you so quiet much, that Thank happen. you guys
2: for having me. You, yes.
0: Well, it was such a pleasure, and you gave such good uh, commentary and mm-hmm. thoughts and advice yeah, and then and for our we texts. We like, talk a lot, and we made we do. It. We do. You guys did. You <laughs> Carrie guys were was awesome. like, oh, I'm over <laughs> here, I stayed quiet for a lot of that. Mm-hmm. It was rare for me. Uh, and there's no there's no time for takeaways, but I will just say join us next week. Uh, no, not next week. Next week is Thanksgiving. We will have some sort of uh, rerun. rerun. But you can email our questions at advice at xray.fm or leave a voicemail, 971-270-0295. We love you. Yeah, we do. Bye, Casual Sex. Bye. Say bye, everybody. Bye. Say bye, everybody. Mm-hmm. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> support for X-Ray FM comes from SheBop, a woman-owned sex toy boutique specializing in body-safe products and education. SheBop promotes healthy and safe sexuality by offering quality products and educational workshops in a fun and comfortable.